0: If you're a parent, one of the most important decisions you'll ever make is what school to send your child to. There are a lot of myths around this, though, and joining us on InfoTrack to talk about this is author Eileen Kugler. Eileen, welcome to InfoTrack.
1: I am pleased to be with you.
0: I guess the number one question I have is, how can a parent pick a good school? It seems like they rely on test scores, they rely on a lot of things, but you're saying we shouldn't rely on those things.
1: Well, I think test scores are one factor that you should look at, but we tend to have a very narrow definition of what a good school is. In our country, we sort of conjure up this image of a, uh, truthfully, a lily-white middle-class school in some Ozzy and Harriet kind of suburb. And that's what people say, oh, that must be the good school where I want my kids. And of any race, of any background, people think that's the good school, when the reality is that there are some wonderful opportunities that come from going to a school that's rich in a diversity of students from different races, different ethnic backgrounds, different socioeconomic backgrounds, when you've got a strong school with students from all different life experiences, they learn from one another. So that's a piece of this. Yes, you want to look at test scores, you want to make sure there's an effort to make sure every child is achieving, you want to make sure that there's a strong leadership, but don't just look at a piece of paper that shows you what a test score is and decide that X school has a higher test score, therefore it's got to be better than Y.
0: Now, Eileen, you've written a book called Debunking the Middle Class Myth. Why Diverse Schools Are Good for All Kids. What led you to write this book? Did you see this as a major problem that people have to deal with?
1: This was completely out of my personal life experiences. I am a parent, and I was looking at the high school where my children were going to go, and I was hearing all sorts of things about it. It wasn't quite what it used to be, you know, and the demographics had changed, and those kids, we don't really know about them. As my children went there, I suddenly saw that... There were a lot of terrific things happening that nobody was speaking about. My kids are now 23 and 27, and they talk about the lessons they learned both academically and socially in this extremely diverse environment that you just couldn't get anywhere else. Hmm. They feel like they've been given a gift.
0: Does your book primarily deal with public education, or you're also talking about private schools? I guess those are all choices people have to make.
1: They are choices, and I do understand that people choose private schools for a variety of reasons. You know, that you want perhaps a particular religious perspective, or you've got a child that has a special need and you feel this is the appropriate place. But I just want people to make informed decisions. I want them to know exactly why they are drawn toward a school and not be running away from a place just because of what they've heard. You know, this neighborhood buzz is a very destructive thing, and it isn't always accurate. Talk to people whose kids go to that school, visit the school, talk to the principal. Talk to teachers.
0: I know that families make a lot of decisions surrounding the school that their child might be going to, such as where to live, where to buy a house. Are they going to be close enough to be able to use that school? And you're right, there is a word of mouth thing. I think most people who live in any area have picked it up. What's a good school? You know, your kids have to go to that school. But often, those schools may be maxed out, and if your child is average, they may actually get overlooked at one of those schools that everybody's got their kids jammed into.
1: And again, it's sort of, why are the kids all jammed in there? What's the basis for the evaluation that this is just the best school that they have to go to? I hear people with two- and three-year-olds worried that their kids are going to be in the right kindergarten.
0: Eileen, as we wrap this up, I wondered if you could give parents listening some last words of wisdom about how they can uh, ensure that their child has an enriching education.
1: Don't make snap judgments about a good school. Go in and visit a school. Look for diversity as one of the factors. Look for an enriching environment with kids from as many different backgrounds as you can, including different economic backgrounds, because your kids are going to learn. They're going to hear different perspectives. They're going to start questioning things. They're going to be better problem solvers, and when they get out of these schools... They are going to be comfortable in all sorts of situations, and that only makes them better human beings and more able to deal in the work world. So give your children the gift of diversity and go in and help build these strong schools and communities.
0: Well, the book is Debunking the Middle Class Myth, Why Diverse Schools are Good for All Kids, and the website is EmbraceDiverseSchools.com. Eileen, thanks so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you. That'll do it for this edition of
1: InfoTrack.
0: To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at talkzone.com. Thanks to InfoTrack reporters Roy Mackey and Taryn McCall. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer. Our announcer is Charlie Van Dyke. And I'm Chris Whitting. Internet services by pear.com. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks Corporation. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for another edition of Infotrap.